Welcome to Doctrine for Body and Soul, hosted by Confex Macalera. Doctrine for Body and Soul is a Christian podcast which comes out every Monday and Friday. On Mondays, the podcast brings you devotions for encouragement in your walk with the Lord. And on Fridays, the podcast analyzes current affairs, especially those of Africa, from a biblical perspective. Thank you for joining us today. Monday, March 20th this week was the International Day of Happiness, also known as Happiness Day. I'm not so sure of how many people realize that, but I will not be surprised to learn that for many, this day went by unrecognized. So if you missed it, let me wish you a belated happy happiness day. But how did this day come about? The history of the day dates back to the year 2012. The United Nations, through its General Assembly of 193 member states, unanimously adopted a resolution to establish this day on June 28, 2012. And the first International Day of Happiness was launched and celebrated on March 20, 2013 in New York with Ndawa Mandela, grandson of late President of South Africa, Nelson Mandela, and Chelsea Clinton, daughter of the former U.S. President Bill Clinton, as guests of honor. Now, on the International Happiness Day this year, the United Nations launched a World Happiness Report, which has been published by Sustainable Development Solutions Network and can be accessed at www.worldhappiness.report. According to the report, Norway is the happiest country in the world, and at the very bottom is the country of Central African Republic. Malawi, my homeland, is ranked number 136 out of 155 countries. So Malawi is in the bottom 20. Now, you might be asking, how does the United Nations rank the countries? Well, according to the report, there are six key variables that are used to explain happiness, namely income, healthy life expectancy, having someone to count on in time of trouble, generosity, freedom, and trust. And trust here includes measured absence of corruption in government businesses. Of particular interest for us here on Doctrine for Body and Soul is what the report has to say about Africa. Quote, Africa stands out as the unhappiest continent. In the 2017 report, only two countries in Africa have made significant gains in happiness over the past decade. End of quote. And by the way, these two countries are Sierra Leone and Cameroon, which are on position 106 and 107, respectively. Then the report makes this important observation, quote, Contrary to the once commonly held view that Africa is a single entity or brand, each country, in fact, has a unique features that distinguish it from its neighbors. For this reason, there is likely to be a multitude of explanations for Africa's happiness deficit, end of quote. I am saying that this is an important point because often people from outside Africa tend to view Africans as one group of people. However, as the report rightly notes, this is not the case. The report then goes on to cite various factors that have made Africa to be unhappiest continent in the world, which include poor governance, poverty, authoritarian regimes, and corruption. Then, towards the end of the report, just before the conclusion, the writers of the report make this observation about religion, quote, African people also tend to turn to religion to find fellowship, 
comfort, and a sense of hope in the future. A recent Pew study of religiosity across 30 countries found that the importance of religion is higher on average in Africa than elsewhere. The relationship between religion and happiness among the countries lends support to the idea that faith might assuage Africa's unhappiness. End of God. This is where the report gets more interesting, and we need to correct the writers of the report and say that it is not mere faith in religion that might alleviate Africa's unhappiness, but that true faith in Christ is the sure way to be joyful in this world, whether you are in Africa or another part of this world. As Christians, we need to remember that the world defines happiness in various ways. If you are to go out into the streets and ask people their definition of happiness, you will get different answers that will also reveal their worldview. In case of the United Nations, they have defined happiness as, quote, putting people's well-being at the center of government's efforts, end of quote. But the scriptures define for us what true happiness is. For example, Jesus Christ in his famous and outstanding sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, shows us who a happy person is. By the way, the word blessed in the sermon can also be translated as happy. So Jesus says, quote, Happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Happy are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Happy are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Happy are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Happy are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Happy are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are you when others revile and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. End of God. Jesus Christ views happiness very differently from the way it is viewed by the United Nations. Now, this is not to say that the problems that have been mentioned in the report do not bother Africans or should not bother them at all. Africans, just like any other human being, desire good governance and corrupt leaders and prosperity of their nations. As a matter of fact, this is what the scripture calls upon Christians to pray for. Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy chapter number 2 verses 1 to 3 urges us, quote, First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings, and for all those in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior. End of quote. But we also need to be quick to point out here that lack or inadequacy of these things does not necessarily mean unhappiness. African Christians can still say that they are happy because ultimately their happiness springs from their union with Christ. David Murray in his book, The Happy Christian, puts it well, quote, Christianity does not deny the difficult and painful reality of sin and suffering that runs through our lives. 
but one vertical line from heaven to earth with the incarnation, crucifixion, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Christianity promises to change the equation of our lives into a positive result. That's what God is all about. That's what the Christian faith is all about, end of God. An African Christian still experiences happiness not because everything around him is well, but because Christ who is in him makes all things well. Thank you for listening to the Doctrine for Body and Soul. For a full script of this episode, please visit www.konimakarira.wordpress.com. You may also follow me on Twitter or Facebook. I am Confex Makarira. Please join me again on Monday, the Lord willing, for our Monday's devotion.